Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the So You're Getting Married podcast. This is a show where I offer personal perspectives to brides and wives, to grooms and guys, on things to consider before walking down the aisle, as well as some lessons that will endure before and after the wedding ceremony. So thank you very much for listening. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. First of all, I'd like to apologize for the ruckus we have in the background. And that's because I'm trying to make this recording while the kids are in the living room causing a ruckus. And uh, so, occasionally the sound might spill over into the recording. And when that happens, bear with me. It's just one of those things. Okay, now, um, my intention, actually, at this uh, episode was to go over some of the older episodes that I had uh, recorded while I was on Spreaker. And uh, now I'm over here on Anchor. And so I was going to revisit uh, one of those topics. And one of those topics is going to be what the um, formal requirements or the necessary requirements for a traditional marriage are. Because if you remember in the kickoff episode over here on Anchor, I uh, I think I went into, okay, maybe not the kickoff episode, but one of the earlier episodes, I looked into why you don't need to elope to save costs or to be um, COVID compliant, Corona compliant. And um, so, spilling from that, we're going to look into what the formal requirements of a traditional marriage are. But then, it occurred to me, especially after we made the last episode, that I shouldn't just jump into things um, assuming that we all have the same understanding and that we all know what it is that I'm talking about. So, I'm going to take a step back and first of all, we're going to look into what a traditional marriage is in the first place. Now, in my opinion, a traditional marriage is the most natural, the oldest, and the most ancient form of marriage that is known to man. Now, the reason why this is the most is the most natural or the most ancient is because it predates um, modern-day law, as we know it, predates uh, modern-day national boundaries, and it also predates uh, the church, or uh, Islam, or whatever. Um, or whatever belief it is uh, uh, that you have. So you find that traditional marriages, most uh, forms of traditional marriage predate these institutions that I've, to- I've spoken about. They predate the law, they predate the church or the mosque, and they uh, predate the um, uh, national city-states. So uh, before there was Nigeria, before there was the uh, northern and southern protectorates, before there was the Oyo Empire, or before there was the Benin Empire, or whatever it was, you had traditional form of marriage in one form or another. And that's because the traditional form of marriage is tied to the family at the root, and uh, also to um, the communes, the villages, the clans, or whatever it is that you want to uh, call it. And so communal assent is a normal part of the whole process. So the man and the woman especially in this day and age, the man and the woman, the bride and the groom uh, consent, but then there's also that communal aspect of both communities and both um, families giving their assent together for this union. Now, some of you may ask, why is this necessary? If this form of marriage um, predates the law, predates the state, uh, if this ancient form of marriage, I mean, why necessary? Hasn't it outlived its um, usefulness? In my own opinion, I would say it's still necessary because it's foundational uh because it's foundational uh, foundational sorry and it's more um wholesome it is still necessary because as we go forward with uh recordings in future episodes you see that there are lots of elements in traditional marriage that if we take them on board are going to be 
uh, they'll come in handy in helping us build our marriages. That's for those of us who are already married. And for those of you who are getting ready to walk down the aisle with your best friend and the love of your life, um, there are lots of things that um, you can take on board to make your marriage a whole lot smoother if you put yourself in that traditional uh, mindset. But be that as it may, I would say that um, the traditional form of marriage has subsequently been improved upon by the law and by the church. And we will see why when we talk about the relationship between uh, the traditional marriage and other forms of marriage. Because that's also another question that some of my brides in private conversations, sorry, when I say my brides, I don't mean I have multiple wives. I'm a wedding photographer. I do a lot of weddings. And so from time to time, we have discussions over these sorts of things with the brides. Like, oh, the traditional is just a waste of time. Uh, family members just want to tax popsy, blah, 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 stuff like that. You know, it's poverty that is keeping this thing going on and on and on. So uh, we always get into, um, there's that debate on what the relationship is between uh, these other forms. And so this is the relationship. Like I've said, the traditional marriage is the foundation. That's the basis on which everything uh, takes off. Because um, pastor is not going to be happy, father is not going to be happy if I am taking a young woman um, at odds with her family and the other way around. So even though it's not a requirement of the church, uh, you will find that you know typically um, men of the cloth. Now that's your pastor or whoever you know want to be sure that everybody's on board. Now, you know, momsy and popsy are cool, and everybody's jiving along you know reasonably. Nobody can be uh, totally happy 100%, but want to make sure that there's um, harmony as going forward. So uh, it's foundational. And you'll find that even though it's not the registrar's business when it comes to civil uh, marriages in Nigeria, you find that sometimes um, the registrar is expecting to see your know, momsy and popsy or a brother and sister from either side or a cousin or something like that as um, a witness even though quite frankly it's uh, none of their business because this is a civil union so they shouldn't be worried about uh, tradition and religion and uh, things of that nature so a traditional wedding is foundational and that's why it's important so for those of us who are already married um, stop hating on the traditional wedding and yes there may have been some uncles and aunties that gave you grief and tried to fleece you guys and put a kind of obstacle in your way but that's in the past you know we're in it now it's foundational let's focus on what's important and we can move forward and for those of you who are getting ready to walk down the aisle with the love of your life um do not disparage the traditional form of um, wedding it's not just um it's not just bush people getting together to try and tax the city folk there's a lot that we can um, get out of this okay and then what next okay so traditional that wedding is foundational so what's its relationship between the other forms then the civil and the registry wedding now the civil and the registry wedding basically just improve upon this because they give force and recognition of modern day law because remember we don't live in tribal communes anymore we don't live in a small village in umwahia or wherever it is we live in a modern day nation state where shegun mixes with kemi and they mix with Tavishima and they mix with Somto and you know on and on and on. So different tribes, different tongues, uh, but we all have to cohabit in a modern day um, cosmopolitan setting. And so because of that, we need something, one law to govern us all, unified law. And uh, so that's what the civil and the registry wedding does. 
it takes this foundational aspect of the wedding and then it grants it modern uh, force and recognition of modern day law so we're done with the umuna we're done with the family we're done with the uh, batame or whatever it is you call it in your uh, in your in your tribe we're done with that and then we appear before the registry and we seal it up we tidy it up make it nice and uh, tidy so that modern day institutions can recognize us so that the immigration service uh, will recognize us will grant us our visa to go for our honeymoon and you know on and on and on so that's just uh, the whole point now the church that's the one that causes a lot of concern i can remember during my own um marriage class there was a woman who was already pregnant there and it didn't matter what anybody wanted to say as far as she was concerned traditional is the most important and so all other forms are just uh, paperwork and so for her she didn't think there was anything wrong that she was pregnant in marriage class anyway i'm not going to delve uh, into that and i'm not trying to be judgmental i'm just trying to say what the relationship between the traditional form of uh, marriage and the other forms are so the church this is how the church gets into a picture the church makes it sacramental for those of you who are catholic you'll understand what it is i'm saying by saying sacramental it means that it's a visible sign and a source of god's grace so the fact that both of us are getting married, Patience and I, that's my wife, got married close to 10 years ago. So this is now a sacramental union. By us getting married um, in the face of God, this marriage is going to be a source of grace to both of us. I will be a source of grace to my wife, Patience. Patience is going to be a source of grace to me, her husband. And Patience and I are going to be sources of grace for the children. So that's how the church improves on it. It makes this thing sacramental and a source of grace. And then it also becomes a visible sign of God's relationship with us. The modern day family, uh, after we run through everything, traditional marriage, the registry, and then we go to church, we now become a visible sign of God's relationship with us. So the way that I relate with patients and patients relates with me and we relate to the kids is supposed to be a visible sign of how God relates with us. And we're supposed to be this... Um, how I say perfect union or a nice little parable that people can look at and see uh, the love of God and the marvels um, of God in the world now if only that were the case unfortunately you all know that human beings were flawed so it doesn't quite work always as uh, it's supposed to be but that in a nutshell is uh, the relationship between the forms of uh, religion so as a recap what's a traditional form of marriage it is that natural and ancient form of marriage that has existed before the law before the church and before the mosque and that's because it was based on communities and families getting together to say we do it's okay for our son to marry your daughter why is it necessary because it is the foundation it provides the root from which all of us are going to move ahead uh me and patience yes we love each other and we're on one accord but we also had to be sure that our families um were on board and then the law and the church now step in to make this an even much more perfect union the courts do that by granting it force and recognition of modern day law so that it's a sign uh, to everybody to the whole world so everybody that, that we're getting married the banks know that we're man and wife immigration service knows that we're man and wife uh, let's see who else national population commission knows that we're man and wife the courts know i mean everybody knows and so we can do um everything that uh man and wife um, do we can bind each other uh in joint decisions and in contracts and uh, things like that and then for uh, the church now steps into the picture 
by saying that you guys are now married uh, before the world and now before God we are making this a sacrament and you guys are going to be a source of grace and a visible sign of how God relates to the world. So that in a nutshell is why traditional marriage is important. So for those of us who are um, married already, let us not disparage the traditional rites that we went through, no matter how rocky they may have been. Because yes, some people have been taken advantage of, your families may have tried to fleece you um, in the traditional um, process, but that's because of um, ignorance and poverty and a whole um, lot of stuff that we'll get to in future episodes. So for those of us who are married, married let us not disparage that. And then for the young couples who are getting ready to get married, so Kule and uh, Kemi, or Ifediche and uh, Ikechuku, you guys are getting ready to get married now. Don't think that the traditional marriage is cumbersome and it's just a bore. It is really, really important. You know, this is serious business that we're doing here, getting into marriage. And uh, it's not bad at all to make sure that you have the weight and the support of the whole community behind you and the support of all these people to make sure that we have a beautiful and perfect union um, for the future. So, thank you very much, guys, for listening to the So You're Getting Married podcast. I am your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll do my best to uh, keep giving you guys juicy episodes with uh, whatever nuggets we can learn about um, how to get married properly. And for those of us who are already married, how to keep uh, building um, beautiful and sustainable um, marriages. As usual, my usual caveats, these are personal perspectives, so I only offer them because well, I think I have a right to do so because it's my podcast, and also because um, as a wedding photographer, I uh, take this ministry uh, to heart, and it's something that is really near and dear to me, for personal reasons that you'll find out in the future as we um, record some more. So thank you very much guys for listening, I'll catch you on the next episode.